0: This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, September 1st, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part three of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid.
1: Uh, I mentioned that it's $550 billion, and of that um, we understand that around $65 billion is going straight into that power and grid sector. Um, and I can break these down um, a little bit later in our conversation. But for now, what's most important to remember is that this is new money for resiliency, reliability to address the outages, of the drought, resilience, all of these other issues that have been um, plaguing our nation with the intensity and severity of climate change. Awesome. Thank you for that, Mona. And and Pat, I guess I, following that, I'll turn it over to you. What, why is this bill so important to our power grid? And what are some of the benefits of this upgraded grid?
2: I think this bill's primary importance is the scope. There aren't very many people within the power industry that don't know what we have to do and actually how we have to do it. There have been presentations at our various PUCs for a number of years on what will happen as we get higher and higher percentage of renewables. We knew there was instability coming. What we didn't design for necessarily was the sudden change of these weather events. So that's really what's really important is that this is a, glo- this is a problem that stretches across the United States. So a small scope project couldn't handle it. You know, you can build a new power station in areas where you need power and dispatchable power, but then you have to deal with the environmental issues of that. And that's a fairly, uh, I won't say distracting, but it's a fairly significant uh, project. On the other hand, if we looked at the whole thing in totality, we can see how these things all influence and affect each other. In addition to the three things I named on the grid itself, and Mona brings up a very good point, is that it's connected to water, to sewer, to transportation. I mean, if you decide you're going to charge a million cars in the San Francisco Bay Area, the question comes in: where do you get the where do you get the power? And how do you get the power into the batteries that the cars need. This is a very large scope project. So, what's really going to happen, and we see it happening already, is that we're going to be upgrading the intelligence of the grid.
0: To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Korea-based LG Energy Solution and Japan's Honda Motor Company said they were setting up a joint venture to spearhead production of lithium-ion battery cells in the United States, a move that could eat into China's market share. LGES and Honda said they would invest $4.4 billion to set up a new plant in an as-yet-determined location in the United States. Construction through the joint venture controlled by LGES is slated for 2023 for a 40 gigawatt hour facility that could be producing lithium-ion battery cells two years after the first shovel hits the ground perhaps more than any other industry the oil and gas sector is subject to geopolitical situations and a burgeoning era of the energy transition in a Wednesday webinar, Industrial Info's experts discussed the movements and trends being seen in the oil and gas sector across the globe. The world finds itself in a dilemma in regard to oil and gas. The onset of the COVID-19 pandemic caused a deep retraction in spending plans in this sector, with a knock-on effect experienced in 2021, despite an improved outlook. Because of the spending retraction, demand for oil and gas gas, and refined products is presently outpacing supply. Industrial Info is tracking $1.86 trillion in active projects in the oil and gas terminals, pipelines, and production industries. Middle East refiners plan to add 232,000 barrels per day of kerosene units by 2023. Industrial Info is tracking $1.56 billion worth of kerosene unit addition projects in the Middle East. And India's largest refiner, Indian Oil Corporation Limited, is reviving its expansion projects to help improve refinery margins and reduce emissions and greenhouse gases. For details on these